Good day and welcome to the Automotive Society podcast. My name is Siraj and today I'm joined by Alex. Today, joined by... I swear that's the same intro every time. Well, why would it be different? I don't know. That's a good point. Are you, uh, yeah. No, that works. Continue. Familiarity. Why'd you say that so slow? Because I can't say it fast. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Do you need help? Uh, just a little bit dyslexic. That's all. That's all good. So... Back to what we were talking about. We weren't talking about anything. <laughs> are you okay today? We're talking about something now. What are we talking about? Um, well, there's some sad news. There is some sad news, sad actually. News. Um, for it's anyone been 16 days since my car hasn't broken. You thought I was going to say something else, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, what? what? Oh, that threw my me My car off. hasn't broken in 16 days. How's that sad news? Well, it's just not exciting, is it? I don't have anything to fix. Well, I mean, it fixes itself anyway. It's not like you fix it. Okay, fair point. But <laughs> last time fixed itself. On to the true sad news. <clears throat> true sad news. If you live in New South Wales in Australia, you would have heard as of first of September that. How many days is that from now? Well, it doesn't matter because oh. this is not going to air for another week. True. When you listen to this, Wakefield yeah. Park Raceway would already be closed. I know because. The council and noise regulations and uh, people have been complaining, you know? It's pretty sad. Pretty sad. Um, I would say out of all the abundant four tracks we have, three tracks we have? Four tracks. Four. Four tracks yeah. we have. It was the most beginner-friendly. Yeah, but you know what about Wakefield is it's it was fun. Like, it didn't matter what car you had, right? Like, you go to Sydney... Motorsport Park. Yeah. And I know it's a bit ridiculous, but if you had something like a little bit higher powered that could corner quite well, like yeah. you're instantly close to the top of the charts. Because, I mean, if you have a yes. quick car, you make up, what, two or three seconds on that back straight? Yep, yep. Um, whereas Wakefield, even though my car was one of the fast ones out there that day, man, I was getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It's like very technical. Yeah. Um, London's the same, except London has walls. Yeah, we all know what walls do. So, if you're not very good at the technical section, your car will not survive. Yeah. So, it's sad. Wakefield I, I, was one of the best tracks that we've had. I literally just had a throwback moment just then. That's why I paused. To like the day we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Wakefield, yeah. I've been multiple times. Alex took his own car there and it was one of the best oh, track yeah. days that I've ever been to. Such a good day. Nothing went wrong. No one broke down. Literally nothing wrong went, happened. Well, that day. I broke down towards the end. <coughs> Not really. What happened? Your brakes cooked a bit. No, I had an engine warning height. It wasn't that bad. You still drove home. <laughs> yeah. yeah what did. was it? No idea. Well, it fixed itself. No, no. Like, I read the codes. I did everything. No idea. So, it fixed itself. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> it, it came and then it went away. So, it didn't break. Yeah. So, but uh, you know what? Fine. They did do the cruise. I think I'm sure you saw it. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. The cruise see it. for Wakefield. Yeah, um, that was last Sunday. That was organized by one of my friends' friends, friends' friends, friends' friends, yep. friends of friends, and um, very good initiative. They tried to do it when Wakefield was first announced as, but it got postponed, right? Yeah, it got postponed because the actual Banala Auto Club reached out and said, "Hey, can you not do this?" We already have noise complaints and stuff. If you do a cruise, it's probably going to put us in a bad bad light if someone does something stupid. I on did the not road. know this. 
Um, yeah, so he reached out to the guy and he oh, said, wow. um, can you just hold off till the court hearing? And then obviously now it's been fully announced that Wakefield's closing down. Done. The court hearings are still going to proceed, but we don't know if Wakefield's coming back or not, basically. They, they haven't given us, or they don't even know. No one knows at the moment. No. So the cruise went on ahead um, because there was... But it was such a massive turnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a huge turnout. Well, if you're into any swarm, any form of swarm, mo- swarm, any swarm of what, any form of motorsport, you would be a huge fan of Wakefield, right? Oh, like it's, I know it's us. Time attack is held there. We had V8 supercars there at some point. Um, like it's it's been the track to go to for very fun social events, whereas Sydney Motorsport Park is not very. Social, uh, I don't it's know very official, like very formal, and not to mention everything's like twice the price. And I think the other thing, though, is with Sydney Motorsport, don't get me wrong, it's a good track, but it is really set up for those cars that have, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do understand, but they do do like the South Circuit well, and the North Circuit, yeah, and I know they, they have that, but if you're talking about the, the full circuit, yeah, right, which is generically the one that they'll normally do, yeah, the GP circuit, um. It's like, yeah, I'll run it, but like, I'm not going to be pushing my cars to the limit like I could have at Wakefield. Yeah, like you'll go through tires, you'll go through brakes a lot quicker. It's a lot harder on your cars and you're going to need to do cooling laps and stuff. Yeah. Although the front straight, you'll probably cool your car down quite a bit and your tires down quite a bit. Yeah. I'd say. But um, no, Sydney Municipal Park is also like a lot scarier because the first turn you do almost flat out. Yeah, yeah. Or you're meant to at least. I've never done it um, flat out. I, I break every single time because it's, it's a bit too much, I think. I think if I had a worse, if I had a track car or something, I'd probably give it a go. I'd give it a go, yeah. If, if, if I didn't care about the car as much and if it was properly set up, I'd give it a go. Now, I want to paint a picture for you because I'm moving away from the, it's very sad about Wakefield. Yes. But I want to I wanna move on to something that is, at least in my life, very exciting. Okay. Uh, really exciting. I just found, I stumbled upon it again at this week and I just went, you know what? For some reason, I want this. Oh, dear. I want a Mitsubishi RVR. Why? why what do you, you mean, wanna, why? Why would you want it? Okay, tell me, give me three good reasons why. The leg room in the back <coughs> is, any hatch? is more than like, what's well, not a hatch, it's a people mover. It's still a five-seater. Yeah, but it's a people mover. The leg room's huge. Oh, I don't think it's that long. It doesn't look that long. You can literally like put your legs out. Okay. 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 That's Move cool. on. Yeah. It's got all the running gear and the engine from an Evo. Yeah. Which I like, obviously. And they're four wheel drive. Which is cool. Which is cool. But um, here's a counter argument. They're a bit ugly, eh? They're not ugly. They're a little bit ugly. How are they ugly? I mean, it's a tiny little hatchback sort of extended to a wagon, but not really looking like a wagon. It's got a... The bonnet scoop. It's not a normal scoop, is it? Like it's just like a mouth. Yeah, it's sick. It's like a little mouth. What's and wrong with that? Audi, Audi do it on all their cars. And then they put one one rear view mirror on the fender, which I find sick, right? Or not the other one. The other one goes on the normal door. Yeah. Well, what? Why? Why not? Why not have the same? You know, that throws that's character. That throws me off a little bit. That's character. Asymmetrical. Why? That doesn't make sense. It's, no, it's brilliant. And and. Every single one on the market right now is a project car. 
No, there's one running one <laughs> for ten and a half thousand. One running one. Yep. Running good. Yeah. No problems. Sure. <laughs> well, it's it's missing something stupid, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, okay. It says it's running. Okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. The other ones were like Yeah. You were like, Oh, that kinda looks good and then and then there was an engine bay pick and there was no engine there. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the other one that was stolen. Oh yeah, yeah, that was stolen. You missed so that one. Ignition barrels were broken. Yep. Door locks were broken. Yep. And the battery was missing. Yeah, yeah, they stole the battery. They stole the battery. I don't know why they'd steal Who them. steals batteries from a 30-year-old four-cylinder car? Like, it's not even a big battery. It's a four-cylinder. But maybe they had an RVR. Yeah, you could have stolen any battery in the world. Like, a, a, like a Yaris would have the same battery. Yeah, but it's an RVR. <laughs> this doesn't, that doesn't make sense it's to me. It's baller. It's sick. Is it? Imagine doing road trips with the snow and stuff in it. Yeah, but there's so many better cars you can do that in. Like what? Like an actual Evo. No. What? What do you mean no? It's too hard. What? They're too hard. The they're not too hard. They are. No, they're not. They're, they are. That's a lie. It's not a lie. My car is so, so smooth. It's quite firm. It is not. It is. It is not. Yes, it is. It is definitely the softest car I've ever owned. Yeah, yeah. No, no way. The MX-5 is softer. Nah. Yes. Nah, it's not. Yeah. Drive it. All right, we're going to go after this. Okay. Okay. Um, You'll compare them. Yeah. Uh, there is no way the MX-5 What's that, is softer. Compare the pair. Compare the pair. Like, I don't uh, want... Ooh. What, you know what, what I'm talking who, about. Whose pair are you comparing? <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I do not. I'm not talking about male testes. I'm talking about... Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the the, the superannuation thing, yeah, thing yeah, or yeah, something. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I kind of get it. It'd be sick. I don't think the RVR is that sick. Why? Okay, okay, I'll give oh you a be- better alternative. What do you want? You want a wagon? You want an old wagon that's no, all-wheel drive, four-cylinder? I just think it's so different, it's cool. I love the Evo running gear, obviously. I'm a big Evo fan. I love the Evo running gear. But just that shape of this car. Like, What's it's wrong with the shape? Pajero Sport, like the Evo. Yeah, 60K. Yeah, okay, but cool, right? Cool. Um, Toyota Caldina. No. Uh, wagon, no. four-cylinder, all-wheel drive. Rolls-Royce-like interior. It's not Rolls-Royce-like. It's amazing. It's nowhere near Rolls-Royce. The interior is amazing. No, and the back taillight on the facelift one, the 2003 or something or four, it looks like it's squinting at me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Cannot talk about looks after telling me that the Mitsubishi RVR is what we were talking about. The RVR is just an old box on wheels. You can't go wrong with that. They've taken something that sort of worked and made it worse. Okay, Alex, tell me why there's only one running one in the market. Because they're rare and they never sold in Australia. So what, you think we, we only had, how many do we have? Do you know? I don't know, like six. <laughs> so you want the rarest of the rarest cars. Yeah, but it's 10 grand. Mm, but you can buy a Daihatsu. I do like Daihatsu. That's a small box, I, I, I that's like a small box on wheels. That's yeah, too small. That's too small. But you know what? You know what? I just think the funniest sight would be pulling up to a set of lights in a people mover with all the boys in the back. Yeah. Right? And they're like reclined because you've seen how far the seats move back. Yeah. For yeah. the people who don't know what this is, go Google the 1997 RVR. What are they called? Hyper Sports or something. Hyper Gear. Hyper Gear. And go look at the rear leg room. It's insane. Yeah. It is It is a cool car. Like, I, I will give it that. But it's a cool car that but I wouldn't own. It's a cool car that ta- I like. Imagine if you had all the mods on your car in an RVR. And went roll racing with it. You'd be laughing. A 300 kilowatt. But how funny would that be? RVR. Yeah. 
<laughs> a little wagon people move of hatch thing. That'd be sick. But the, what's the other one? Cardina. Caldina. It sounds like a sardine. What do you mean? Caldinas are it amazing. It sounds like a fish. They are amazing. Okay. It's like, how do I compare this? You know how like the crown is a cool Camry? Sure, yeah. I'll well, continue. it's true, yeah, yeah, right? Okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Caldina is the cool Corolla. And why do I want that? Because it's cool. Well, it's not. It is. Have you seen the rear taillights? Yes. They look like they're squinting at you. You're like, never going to look at the taillights no, 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 when okay. you own the car, You know, you know you? what it looks like? You know what it looks like? It looks like, you know when someone looks at you and they think you're a bit dodgy? <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? You know when you're just walking down somewhere, right? And someone looks at you and you go, why is that guy looking at me? And they think... You know, you get the feeling that they think you're a bit dodgy. You, you know what nah, I'm talking about? Nah. Yes or no? Yes, I do. Okay, so you know the squint that they sort of give you like this, like, you know, from a distance, like like that? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit like that. That's what it looks like at the back. <laughs> I don't think so. And it's named after some sardine. I by think the they look cool. And the Caldina. It does not look cool. The Caldina does not sound like a sardine. No. I think they look cool. You, say, you can say it to everybody, I have an RVR. That sounds awesome. They've got no idea what it is <laughs> at all. <laughs> but everyone knows what a Caldina is. Nobody knows what a Caldina is. You didn't know what a Caldina it's a was. a fish. But everyone else knows what a Caldina is. It literally you is. Know. You know what? If you know, you know. You know when you go to the shops, okay? Well, that's yeah. a weird analogy. But you know when you go to the shops and like you go out and they're like, oh, you know, you pick up some tuna in a can or whatever? Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, I'll pick up some tuna and some Caldina. It sounds like a fish. <laughs> a grocery it sounds item. Like, it sounds like canned fish. Random grocery item Alex is getting. Um, Tuna's not a random grocery item. Tuna. Yeah, you got to have tuna and sushi. Well, man. the Caldina. Well, the, the Caldina. It sounds like a fish. Admit it. <laughs> it's not a fish. Yeah, but it sounds it like, a fish. Sound like a fish. <laughs> Is there any like meaning to Caldina? Now that you've said fish, now all I can think about is... It's a fish. It's a fish. Toyota fish. But it's not a Toyota fish. It is. You just said all I can think of is fish. Yeah, because you said it, but I never thought about it before. Okay, but now, now it sounds like a fish, does it? Okay, I'm not going to entertain this anyway. We're going to move on, Alex. We're going to move on because we've talked about Caldina right, for too long. Done. We're done with the Toyota Sardine. We are. Um, we are. We're going to go on to a topic that I came up with today. Oh, yeah. topic. Okay. Topic. Ready? Go. What do you look for when you go to buy a car? It depends how excited I am. <laughs> you know the, You know that. Okay, step but, one. But, rule but, number one. Rule number one. Don't when, get excited. Never, never... Ever be excited to look at a car. <laughs> Always go with the pessimistic mindset. This is a piece of shit. Yeah. 100%. I'm just looking at a piece of shit. And that's it. That's that's mentality. Okay. Step one. Piece of shit. Agreed. Agreed. No matter Something how much you I like fail it. at. Quite Bro, it could be it could be an NSX for 20k. I'll still go there. And <laughs> you attest to this. No matter how cool the car is, I always go there and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, yeah. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Because you'd rather it impress you than disappoint you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we don't want to show it too much. You want you want to you you kind of want to show the seller that you're sort of like oh this is nice this is good but every time you see something bad you're like oh this is really bad and can I just say I have been with him before okay <laughs> and I've shown him one of the cars I was interested in. I don't think we bought it in the end okay. But we went there and he was having a quick look over and he literally said, before he got out of the car, he went, this is a pile of shit. You know that. And I was like, I know, but let's yeah. go have a look. Comes out and the guy's talking about, I've got new this, I've done new bushings, yeah. I've serviced it, I've done this, I've done that. You know, and it, he just keeps rambling for about 10, 15 minutes. We didn't really say much. And all of a sudden we get to the end and 
you look up at the owner and you go, your bushings are wrong. This is wrong. There's leaking oh, from here. Yeah. The tires are gone. The brake pads are gone. Yep. The back doesn't fit properly. The lights don't fit. Yeah. And you just slam the guy and said, I'll give you three grand. Yeah. And it was up for like, and it was up for like seven. <laughs> <laughs> like seven. Oh, it was so seven, funny. Seven and a half or something. And I was like, bro, like three grand is all it's worth. Oh, it was and so he, and he was, it was, it looked oh, like. this was the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, looked yeah. like he was yeah. on the verge of like, of like sort tears. of tears. He was like, oh, no, that would physically hurt me to let it go at that price. And I was like, that's fine. That's all good, man. I'm I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not going to buy it, but <laughs> just know that it, that's not worth anything. And yeah. he was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> he was so disappointed. Oh. I felt really bad, but at the same time, like he'd never shown the car to a mechanic, either that or he was hiding stuff from us. No, but he was a surfer dude. Like, but I was, I was being honest with him. Like, yeah. I did a full inspection basically on this car and I told him what was and wrong with it. And it had a gearbox leak, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bad actually. Um, it was either the back of the engine or the gearbox. I can't like remember. Like it was like a rear main seal yeah. that it was leaking from and um, it was it was substantially leaking. So, <laughs> yeah, I let him know. Um, and even the, like the, I opened the radiator and the coolant was like black. Oh, yeah. It was like sludge. It was like sludge oh. with like rust in it and I was like, oh, that's that's bad. But anyway, step one, mentality. Mentality. 100%. Yes. Always yeah. go in. Never be too excited. Yeah. Because it'll, it might disappoint you and then you'll buy it and then you'll have like instant regret. Yep. Which, um, which you don't want. If you buy something, never have regret. Always stick by it. Like worst case scenario, you're going to spend a little bit more money and to fix, fix it, it up. Yeah. And then you're good. It's not, it's not the end of the world if you buy a piece of crap, unless it's been like stolen or something stupid. Right. Always. Well, number two, always do a revs check. Yeah. Well, I don't know where you're from, but in New South Wales, in Australia, we it's you pay two dollars, you put in the rego or the VIN number. It's more than two bucks. It's two dollars now. There's mandated government. Really? Government mandated okay. two dollars now. Um, you put the VIN number in, and it tells you if the car has any finance owing on it, if it was ever stolen, or if it was ever written off. Like insurance ever said, um, no deemed not roadworthy yeah, or, some, it or something in some sort. Um, and then, you know, if it was written off at some point, you can't insure it again, which I find really weird. Cause we found that about my dad's Range Rover that it was written off before. Yeah. Cause he bought it off a dodgy guy, but I'm pretty sure my dad had it insured. Well, that's interesting. But it was a repairable write-off for hail damage. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. But I wonder, surely the insurance doesn't pay out twice. So I don't know what, I don't know how, but I think my dad yeah, had it insured again. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to ask him. Um, but normally if it's been written off, you can't insure it again. Now, I don't know what your first step is, but I instantly, like after that, I will go straight to a cross check between the advert that they've posted and the car itself. So if there's any dings or anything they've they've posted or not told me about. Oh, yeah. Because it instantly tells me like, okay, this guy's hiding something. If there's some major dings That's pretty cool. I don't, um, I don't it, usually do that. So. Only because it tells me a lot about who's selling it. I usually look at the car like it's the first time I'm seeing a car. Like, like yeah. I pretend like I haven't seen it online, so I know nothing about it. So I'll start from scratch at the really? scene. Yeah, because okay. the photos they post up could be from when they bought it, yeah. like years ago, you know. Um, obviously, the car's not going to look very different yeah. if they haven't done anything to it. So every time I go to see a car, I pretend like it's the first time I'm seeing it. Like I haven't seen any photos and I, I'll go top to bottom on it. Like I've never full check. Yeah, like I've never seen it before. Yeah. Um, and that's always worked out for me. So it's not, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, it might take you a little bit longer, but 
I think the only thing is for me, like when I cross check that against the ad and the, and the thing, I instantly know like whether that person is like hiding stuff or whether he's very upfront. Like, cause there's a yeah, lot of people, especially true. in the BMW world who are actually very, very open and honest. They're like scratch here, scratch here. You know, it had this problem. We, we replaced the yeah, cause, X or whatever. Well, if you're smart as a seller, this also goes if you're, if you're selling something, if you're smart, you'll know that if it's something somewhat obvious and you're trying to hide it, if you don't tell them and they drive from, you know, like two hours away yeah, and they get there, they're going to see it. And yeah, then they're going to be like, difference. and then they're going to be like, oh, you hid this from me. I want less. You'll get less. Whereas if you put it on the advert, then they'll come knowing it's there. They'll yep. look at it, but they've already made up their mind that, oh, I already know it. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But if you get surprised by it at the time you're negotiating, then the person's like, oh my God, you didn't tell me about you this. You also don't waste time. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the other thing. Your time or the other person's time. It's just not worth it. Always be honest with stuff that's really obvious. I know there's heaps of people out there who hide stuff that's yeah. not obvious. You know, like um, if someone has a DTC or like a warning light or yeah. error that they either just take the bulb out or they'll clear it, or clear something. the code yeah. and, and, and sell it because the code doesn't come back every time. It comes back every yeah, yeah. three days or something. Um, that's different. As a seller, like you're doing it, it's probably dodgy. Um, better to sh- <laughs> not everybody selling a car is dodgy. Be- better to better to yeah, but if you're doing it on purpose, like yeah, if you're yeah, clearing yeah. the code and then selling it, like yeah, there's a reason why you're getting you're rid probably of it. Yeah. probably dodgy. But we can't blame you because you're just trying to make money. So I mean, people do worse things for money. Yeah. So I, I don't hold that against a lot of sellers because I'm like. People literally murder for money. So that's not that bad. But to the <laughs> buyer, you got to look out for these things, mate. This is your fault. If you're buying a car that has something wrong with it and you didn't pick it up at the inspection, this kind of on you because it's now your responsibility to keep the car. Yeah, yeah. You know, that happened to one of my friends. Um, he sold his BMW. He cleared the code. It had a transmission code. Yeah. He cleared the code. He's a dodgy guy. That's dodgy. Um, <laughs> but... um. The guy came back to his house a few days later and he was like, oh my God, my mechanic quoted me like three and a half grand for a transmission like fix or something and um, camped outside his house till the cops came and he was harassing that like my, my friend's mom and dad. Like, what? And he was just like making a ruckus at the gate. That's so weird. So weird. And like he brought all his friends over and they were just like harassing at the door and like like shouting out at them and like, give me my money back, take this car, blah, blah, Did he take blah. it back? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, the cops got called in the guy and the guy was like, you're going to see me in court and then nothing ever happened after that. Right, okay. So. Be honest. Try to be honest, please. Um, and if you do pick up a lemon from a dodgy guy that you didn't know about, don't camp at his house. <laughs> That's also not the best way. It's not commonplace, though. <laughs> not the best way to go about this, is it? Um, but you know what? Next step from there, generally, test. Yeah. I test drive. Really? Yeah, That's I test way drive. Too soon. No, see, I test drive first. Why? Why? Because people tend to clean things and hide things like that. So you take it on a good drive, like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, and then the oil leaks and stuff. And if any oil leaks are there, then they'll start to. Well, you're not going to see it massively, but you might see a bit of seepage. Oh. That's pretty smart. I like that. I am, like I, am I teaching the master mechanic here? Um, well, no, I <laughs> let the car idle while I 
Oh, while you're checking. Okay, fair enough. While I inspect it. So I normally look over the car and stuff and then I'll turn it on and then I'll rev it up and I'll let it idle and rev it up and then let it get warm Mm. and then just make sure everything's all good and then I'll take it for a drive. Yeah. Um, I do all the normal inspections. You obviously want to check for brakes. Um, Just check your brake pad wear or brake discs if they have a lip on them or not. Um, Tires. um, If you're... If you're really worried, you see them that they're a bit dry, just check how old they are. Um, also, check that they have at least the same tyres on the front and the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah brand of tyres. Yep. Make sure that they're similar um, or the same. Yeah. Preferably the same. Um, and then what you want to do is you can check the date of the tyres because sometimes people will swap out wheels with new tyres. Yeah. And then when they go to sell, they'll take their nice wheels off and then sell it with the stock tires and wheels yeah and the tires can be four years old five years old you never know even um, my mx5 yeah 13 years old the tires the tires <laughs> 13 years old <laughs> did they go straight in the bin um yeah let's say i'm still they're still in the car <laughs> <laughs> how can you be giving advice about this <laughs> well well no i knew about it i negotiated and i got my um i, I knocked the price down Oh, that's okay. Then. From them. Yeah, I knocked the price down quite a bit um, because of that and also some little rusty bits that they didn't tell me about. Yeah. Which was just ended up being surface rust. Um, but yeah, so make sure that um, all the tires are the same. They're good tread wear, obviously. But even the age, if they're dry rotted, if you can feel that they're dry rotted, that's probably not good. Um, then you move your way up to the engine bay. Yeah. I look at the boot and the interior first, sort of like make sure the interior is all good. Nothing's missing, broken, cracked. Yeah. Um, I boot. do. I do, see. I do body panels. See, I don't do body panels. So every time I go, um, I normally go with a mate or someone who does the body panel looking. Yeah. Yeah. Checking over for me. Cause I'm not good. I'm no good. At well, cause body it's panels. only like, so for, for people, well, I was going to say listening, listening and watching, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're, can be little bits. <laughs> you guys. There can be little bits and pieces where maybe a body panel's out, and the same is on that same side. There's another body panel out, and that could like yeah. indicate that it's been hit there, or yeah, there's lightly been an hit accident. or yeah, yeah. something. If it's just one, I tend to just look at it and go, "Oh, it's popped out." Yeah, yeah. But if there's a couple, but if there's in stuff like the place, like your money doesn't line up 100, percent yeah. or if your door doesn't line up 100, percent it's probably been an accident. Yeah. Um. And That's have a look at panel gaps. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, panel gaps uh, from factory, they were uniform. So if they're not uniform anymore, if it's just the bonnet, you know, like someone's probably done major work yeah, on it. Um, that's different because they probably couldn't have fit the bonnet back correctly. Or Yeah, it's common. Yeah. Um, depends on what it is. If it's a 30-year-old Japanese car, then yeah, the bonnet, I could normally be like, whatever. Yeah. If it's a two-year-old car and the bonnet's misaligned, that's dodgy. Yeah. Um, so it really depends on what it is. But boot, next thing, I normally check for, like, you take the spare wheel and... Oh, leakage. And stuff, like, make sure there's no water, not damp. Um, yeah, water leaks in boot, boots all the time. And if um, you're buying an E30, that is... <laughs> check every single boot. Yeah, yeah left side and right <laughs> side. <laughs> no, what's the antenna side? That's the worst one. They're both bad. <laughs> they're both they're both leaked. Like, my one both leaked. I just drilled a hole in mine. Yeah, that's a very common fix. People just yeah drill a hole and then it just... Leaks out. If you do that, if you did that on <laughs> mine, it was like a swimming pool. Like, if so, if someone's watching this and they're thinking about buying their first car, yeah, 
maybe try to avoid an E30. I wouldn't say that. They're pretty nice cars, but there are so many things that go expect wrong. Expect rust. Yeah. Expect broken body panels, like plastics. Leakage. Expect crack dash. Yeah. Expect squeaks. Yeah. Ticking from the engine. Yeah, ticking from the engine. Bushings. Yeah, gone. Um, oh, no, all bushings. Every single bushing. Every gone. single bushing will be yeah, gone. Yeah. And yeah, your boot will be full of water. So check for either hole in the boot or water in the boot. Oh, there'll be one or the other. Under, under, underneath the steering wheel. Oh, the trim? There is. I know you don't think it exists, but there used to be a trim there. (laughs) They all break. Every single one of them breaks. Every single one. Mine's still sitting in my garage and I sold my car a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not put that back on? It's in three pieces. Oh, okay. It's gone. I literally, I went into my car and um, I think I touched it with my knee. Did you? And it like crumbled into me. And I was like, oh my God, what happened there? You're like, done. And then um, I took it out and then I was going to order a new one. Someone makes one. $300. That's a lot. Um, firstly. Secondly, I looked back at it and I was like... You don't need it. It doesn't even look like anything's missing. No. Like, it's not like hiding anything essential. There's nothing there. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, leave it. And then the guy who came to buy it didn't even notice it and I forgot about it completely. Both of us didn't know about it. We were both forgot, Like, we were both forgotten. So... And, yeah. wait, and weight savings. And wait, yeah, okay, sure. It weighs um, very little, but okay. <laughs> but it does have the little foam on it, which oh, is all crumbled. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, know how hard that is to find. Yeah, good luck. But there is companies out there that make them in new plastics and they look a lot nicer. Yeah, I know, but they're so expensive. Yeah, so expensive. Um, all right, what's next? What oh, else? Wow, do we I do? really went on for yeah, yeah, yeah. tangent on E30s. What? Anyway, what um, else? Um, so boot, check for leaks. Yes. Uh, rust. Yeah. Um, spare tire. Yep. Make sure it's. Pumped up and good. Uh, Body panels aligned. Huh? Body panels aligned. Body panels aligned. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want any buckles. Um, if you take it for a drive, just make sure there's no noises, vibrations in the steering wheel. The wheel alignment, it doesn't pull to the left or the right. Too far. Too far. Um, yeah. A lot of cars do a little bit, depending on how old or whatever, but shouldn't. Um. That's the major stuff around that's not the engine. The engine, obviously, you want to check the engine oil, make sure it's nice and clean so it's been serviced on time. And it has enough in it. And it has enough in it. Um, Coolant. Coolant, same thing. Um, Do that before you turn on the engine. And um, another thing, if you go to a car to check it out and it's already warm. Already be suspicious. That's Yeah, that's normally, I would say an orange flag. I wouldn't say it's a red flag because sometimes maybe they drove it home. But uh, it's an orange flag. Be on the lookout. That means cold starts are usually bad. Um, it, it just doesn't run right, essentially. It blows smoke at yep. cold start or something stupid. Um, or the drive belts are squeaky off their head. Um, check drive belts for cracking. Um, make sure the car is fine. No extra vibrations from the engine. No oil leakages. That's a pretty obvious one. Yep. Um, CVs, front drive shafts. If you get the person to go all the way left... And then you can look at the left side and then all the way right. And you can look at the right yep. side uh, without jacking it up. If you can jack it up, go for it. Like that's probably the best thing to do. But most people yeah, can't. Yeah, doubt it. Most people can't jack up their cars. Unless you're buying a 4 then you can and slide under. the other thing that well, I've only started doing in the last like two years or so, try to park the car on a clean surface <coughs> after yeah. your test drive. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Just so you can see if there is any leakage down the bottom. But you know what? Something that I'm about to add to my next car, if I do buy something like an old piece of crap, right, is I would check 
if this is if it's proper old, like yeah, ta- yeah. like tampering level old. Okay. So anything like, I guess anything like pre two thousand ten is tampering level. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean. But I had a friend of mine who had a eighty six. I think it was a twenty thirteen, and it, like he bought the cheapest one he could. Yeah. Because right? yeah. he just wanted to like drive it and thrash it. Yep. And have fun. So I had hail dents all the way through it. I had one hundred seventy thousand k's, and he paid yep. twelve grand for it. Easy. Right? So it doesn't really matter. But he sold it to a guy who came from very far up in Sydney, but like, you know, out far away from where we live and um, sold the car. I think he sold it for about 12, 13, something like that. Came on the market three months later. And when the guy, I was there when he sold it and they gave the money over. Yeah. And he was a bit, he was a bit shifty. Just okay. the buyer. He yeah, paid okay. the money, but he was a bit shifty and all the rest of it. But anyways, in the end, sold the car, came up for sale about four or five months later. Yeah. New owner. Yeah. Same car, same plates. Oh, I remember and this. And it had the same scratch, like, because he had a little bit of a scratch on the on the dash. So he sort of knew it was that car. Yeah, yeah. And it had the hail damage and all the rest of it. Yeah. And from 160, it went down to 60,000 Ks. Nice. So if it's at that tampering level, I guess, for me now... And you know what a really obvious one is? You know how all the screws are black inside? Yeah. But they're, they're not powder coated. They're just lightly painted, right? Yeah. You can see if there's a little bit of silver on the inside. It yep. means it's been removed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really easy way to sort of tell. Well, yeah. Okay. That yeah, something yeah. has happened there. Yeah. I mean, um, most old. I feel like it's it's not that common. Especially Jap cars. You yeah. will see that. Like it's not that common. I know. It's yeah. just me being super, like not. I, oh, I mean, look, people do it like like Sylvia Skylines RX sevens. Yeah, very common. Supras even very. Well, common. I even thought like an eighty six would be sort of hard, but I mean, if that guy's done it, I mean, doable, right? Because they're digital. I don't know. Or maybe he just swapped out the cluster with something. Maybe else. like I don't know. He just put in a new cluster in. I mean, that's the only way of doing it on an eighty six because it's digital. You can't. It's just still suspicious. You can't tamper with it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to look out for that, but try to. Um, normally if people say low kilometers and it's 30 years old, it's very <laughs> suspicious regardless. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know what? You remember my E31, right? It was it just a, stopped. It, yeah. It stopped and it was 187,000 Ks yeah. for three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the RMS said about that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I find that really weird. Cause obviously on the regular thing, it would have said the same, the same, every same time. kilometers, which yeah. is really weird. So it's good to know that no one checks. <laughs> well, I haven't been caught, so what's the point? Well, what can I do? It's it's just doesn't work. Even your mechanic would see it, right? Yeah. Like last at this kilometers, this rego, this yeah. kilometers, and you're like, oh, it, did, it didn't even move. It didn't <laughs> move in three years. Yeah, we just trailer it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that obviously engine wise, you want to check all the things. Now I'm going to move on to the next thing. <clears throat> I assess, and I think this is you should assess the seller. This is this is my this is my key thing. Yeah. I'm not so big on the mechanic thing, but this is my key thing. You're you're buying something that the seller loved for years. Yep. If it's less than a year, that's already a suspicious thing. Like you got to ask why are you selling it? Like you've just owned it or whatever. Very few people are like, "Oh, like I just didn't like it or something." Yeah. You know, it's normally a reason they'll give you It'll be a sob story or something, but that's I all can't afford to drive it. Already like, suspicious. Yeah. Um, so if they've loved it for a few years, why are they selling it? What did they do when they had it? And what kind of a person are they? Like, so like we've we've gone checked out some old 
Japanese cars that are like Sylvia's and <laughs> old what Japanese. I was gonna say Jap, and then I, I finish my finish my word <laughs> anyway. Um, but we've we've gone and looked at old cars. Yeah, where you look at a people leader who owned it before you, and um, they're like eighteen, and you know, you know they've done a few burnouts in this car. Yeah, and they're like <clears throat> always serviced on time. And so that is the reason. Just to track back, that's the reason I always cross check the ad to what the car is. Because that tells you a lot instantly without even talking to the guy what it's like. You reckon? Yeah. Well, you think about it, right? Like if it's someone who's done this and done that and fixed this, they're going to put it in their ad. Yeah. Right? And even if it's, if the car is known or renowned for having one major issue yeah, and they advertise on that ad, this has been replaced yeah, and you can prove it's been replaced in some way, shape or form, whether it's a tax receipt or something, yeah, right? The minute you get then compare the ad to what he's saying, you instantly know. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because people are a lot more likely to lie on a digital ad than they are to your face. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason I always have that question and say yeah. cross, cross-reference yeah. it too. Normally, I love this. Like, I'm, I'm very honest with the people I sell my cars to. Like, I've had, what, 41 cars now. I'm on my 41st with the Accord <laughs> Euro. ridiculous. With the Accord Euro. But, well, I've sold, what, 39 cars I've sold. Yeah. Yeah. Or 38, whatever. Um... I've always been honest. Like most of the times I'll just look them dead in the eye and I'll be like, look, I've given this car all the torture that it <laughs> needs. If it survived this long, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's literally what I tell them. Like, I'm like, if it is a car, like my Skylines and my Sylvia's, I'm yeah. always like, look, I've, I've given it hell. I've tested it out. I've driven I've had it as, fun. I've had my fun. I've driven it as hard as I can. And, um, now I want to learn something new, get onto a new platform or something. So you'll enjoy it. Like if, if yeah. something wants to break, it would have broken by now, you know? Yeah. Um, if something is going to break when you get in it, it's probably worn out from me. So it's going to break. <laughs> you know exactly what you're in for. You know what to replace straight away. So yeah, that's just honest. And very few people that I've bought cars off have been that honest. Um, my Evo was one of them. The guy was very honest. Yeah. He said... I'm not going to say where it was, but he was like down the road. He pointed, there was this huge intersection with a roundabout. And he's like, I probably shouldn't be telling this, mate, but um, I've taken that roundabout at 180. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, the Evo's very good. Like it handles it perfectly fine. And I was like, thank you. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for testing it out for me. <laughs> and then you went, here's my money. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I was like, okay, I'll buy it. Um, Done. Yeah. And... Even with my motorbikes, I do that a lot. Yeah. It's just... And it's try to look at it... Well, I'm I'm probably the worst offender at this, to be fair. But try to look at it during the day as much as you oh, can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make I, sure it's not raining and make sure it's during the day. I'm arguably the worst. With lots of light. We've never done this. We always look we always at our cars. We always say to do this. We always look at our cars at night. Yeah. And majority of the times it's raining. It's because we're always working. So when it's raining, yeah. you can't see any paint blemishes. Yeah. Even if you take it to your local server, you're not you're not going to see. You're anything. not going to see it's much. Got to be dry. You can't see swirl marks and yeah. stuff like that. You don't know what's happened. Um, yeah. So during the day, hasn't rained in a day or two at least, and it's not raining. Yeah. It, I mean, I know it's difficult, but that's what you should sort of try to do. Yeah. I mean, if to be fair, if you're going to go look at an old pile of crap, like you know, six owner Nissan Skyline. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think it massively matters about swell marks because I think they're going to be there anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I, well, I do. I do get that. Uh, obviously, if you're looking at an old crap, 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 cheap car. Then yes, a crap, 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 cheap car. Yeah, which is like majority of my cars. Um, but now I'm going to change the spectrum a bit, right? You've done this. I haven't. I, you've bought cars from dealerships. Yeah, I have. and I haven't. I have. And I will give you a word of advice. I know it comes with three months stat warranty. <laughs> it's rubbish. It and extended warranty or whatever. Stat warranty means nothing. No. Like it's, it's not long enough for you to even get used to the car. You don't even. Like after six months of driving, that's when you go, you know that noise I've been hearing? That's actually not normal. I don't think it's normal. Or it's gotten louder. Yeah. You know, you very hard to tell in the first three months. What I normally like to do, if that's the case, is you buy it from the dealer and you you drive the pants off it for the first two months. Yeah. And then the last month, you make a huge list of everything you think might be wrong with the car. And you hand the car back with the key and you say, here, I think this is Check all wrong. all of this. Check all of this. Worst case scenario they're going to say is, no, nah, it's fine. And you're like, cool, that didn't cost me anything. I will take my car back. Or best case scenario, they'll be like, yeah, actually, you were onto something. Your CV was blown. You know what's really interesting, though, about dealerships? And you've got to be a little bit careful with this because I, I think I've been through the ringer with dealerships and stuff. Yeah. Things like BMW, Volkswagen, like the main brand name sort of stuff. And if you're buying that car, like a Volkswagen from a Volkswagen dealership, generally speaking, it's not a massive issue. Overall, they're pretty good. But you know those sort of offside ones, like European specialist style yeah. or Japanese well, import It also style. depends on how old the car is, right? Oh, yeah, agree. If it's older than four years is my general rule of thumb. Yeah. If it's older than four years... Still have a look at it. Don't just go, oh, that looks shiny. It's at a dealership. I have three months out warranty. I'll buy it. But you still want to do all the checks. You still want to make sure the service. To add to this, good. right? The, these these like Euro dealerships or Jap dealerships or you know the ones that specialize in a certain. Oh, market. like the independents. Yeah, the yeah, independents, yeah. but they they specialize in I don't know Euro like European luxury or yep. whatever the heck it is. Yeah, they run at quite fine margins. Generally do, speaking, yeah, yeah. right? Now, when I bought my Volkswagen Scirocco, the two seats fold down. Yep. Okay. And there's these two little uh, latches, I guess, or push latches. Yeah. One of them had snapped off when I went to go look at the car. Yep. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, we'll sort it out. No problems. All good. So that was one issue. And I think I'm just trying to remember what the other one was. It was something like a, like a bulb in the front or something like that. Now they gave me, when I put my deposit down and all the rest of it, sorted out everything. They said, okay, you can come back in a week. It'll be sorted, ready for pickup. I got there. The latch was still not on it. Oh, okay. Like it's still not fixed. It just sat there. They, all they did was wash it. Nice. Right in the week. And the bulb wasn't finished. Yeah. I took the car anyways because like, I just have to do this. We'll book it back in. So I booked it back in for another day about two weeks later. Came back and the bulb was fixed and that latch was fixed in theory. Okay. I got it home to go fold down the rear seat. I pushed the latch and the latch went flying, hit my dash. Yeah. So all they've done is just shoved it back in place. Yeah. So the one thing I realized is that stat warranty, like you've got to be on a massive claim about it. And yep. I think the thing I was lucky about is, I don't know what it is, but the thing, I used to shut my door and you could hear the glass smash against a piece of metal inside uh, the yeah, door. Yeah. Um, is it the, the, the rails? Regulator. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, the regulator um, was just loose or something. And I took it to Volkswagen. I got the quote for it, sent it off. And I said, this is what has to be fixed. And they paid it. Yeah. So that was the only way that I could even get around my stat yeah. warranty. It was yeah, ridiculous. So this is the only time when it is okay to be a Karen and probably yeah, yeah. probably necessary to be a Karen. Yeah. Stat warranty, 
not that great. And you really got to fight it. I think put it all in writing and just make sure, you, yeah. like whoever you bought it off, make sure you have that email. Yeah. Because the one thing I made sure is everything was an email and a paper yeah, trail yeah. to make sure that I was still within my three months. Unfortunately, the only thing you can't do at a dealership is if you look at things that are broken and you go, that's broken and negotiate price down. Because they'll just say, no, we'll just fix it. Yeah. They'll give it, they have to legally give it to you 100% roadworthy. Yeah. Has to be 100% fixed. So they can't legally sell sell you something broken. Like interior clips and stuff broken. Yeah, they're allowed to sell you that. So they will try to do it. So just make sure you go through and everything it, interior wise. The thing is, if they can clip it back in place, they just clip it back in. They just yeah, yeah. Go. So to you, it might look okay, but unless you touch it, you won't know. So just test everything out. Make sure all the seat belts work. I've seen this one before where the rear seat belt doesn't actually go into the buckle because the buckles oh, yes. the buckles off a different yeah, yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. Um, or the seat belts off a different car. Always check your seat belts. It's such a like a dirt moment yeah, 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 where yeah, you're like, surely nothing goes wrong there. But I've seen it. Um, and that's very annoying because how do you prove? How do you prove that well, it was yeah. like that when you bought yeah. it? You know, um, yeah. So the three months that warranty is not enough. If you can get extended warranty, do it. Normally, you can. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten away with this with the two cars that we've bought from dealerships. Yeah, I asked for extended warranty on even a secondhand car, like an old secondhand car, and then I say I'll pay the asking price. As long as you give me the three-year extended warranty. Yeah. That's what we did on our Jeep. And it's yeah. still under warranty. And, oh, my God, $3,600 so far has been covered under that warranty. Like, um, engine mounts, the transmission problem that we had, the uh, the transmission oil cooler, like, burst open or something. Um, yeah, all covered under warranty, though. But you know what? I think... The only thing about these extra warranties that you can buy, because it's not a Jeep warranty, right? It's like an extra add-on warranty. Well, that's from um, that's from the dealership group that we bought it off. Okay, so yeah, the only we didn't buy it from Jeep. So the only thing I've noticed though is that so my mum got one of these. Yeah. And actually, to be fair, it's been pretty good. Yeah. However, at one point, and I can't remember for what reason, it needed to get a check to maintain it. Like yeah. A, okay. Like okay. Hundred so is it a hundred point check or something? So there's. There's that, and there's well, that depends on the after. That's the aftermarket one. Yeah, like if you buy from a different brand dealership, then they'll have their own extended warranty or whatever. But basically, the the clause is, the car must must get serviced at the right yeah. right time. If you're late even by a day, it, they'll it, be like, yeah, and then you have to do another hundred point check. Or yeah, something yeah, to it, reset it. It voids your warranty, yeah. so you have to make sure that the servicing is on time at the place where you have the warranty. Yep. Nowhere else can it's service It's really it. strict. Yeah, it's very strict. But that's worth it, I think. Like, so our I think so, as long as you're willing to spend, like as long as the person buying it is willing to spend the money. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it's a dealership, they're obviously like, going to be more expensive. Obviously, I can service the cheap perfectly yeah. fine, no problem, yeah. right? And the dealership we take it to charges $670 for a service for the Jeep. What, for oil? Yeah. That's a rot. And it's what's this oil made out of? Fucking <sighs> diamonds? No what, idea. What? But this is this happens once every six months. Yeah. I believe. Very expensive. But at the same time, we've spent what? I think eighteen hundred dollars in servicing, but saved thirty six hundred dollars in faults. Yeah. So sometimes it's worth it. And when we were buying a Jeep, especially with their <laughs> reputation, I was like, I think it's worth it this time 
that we'll do it. So we did it and uh, it's worth it. And then the other thing is we don't go for the extras. Like um, if it's a major service, we just tell them to do oil and filter yeah. and I do the air it's filter and, pieces, and yeah. the belts and the spark plugs like i do all that yeah, yeah all the all the other stuff all the major servicing yeah. i do um and i just get them to do the oil change because that's all you need them to do legally that's all they need to do the rest of the stuff they're not bothered with um because they've quoted us for breaks for like two years and i just did them the yeah did them yourself yeah, yeah like, it doesn't matter um yeah so just make sure it's service on time but you know you when know you what's get funny i've i've moved a little bit because i i would now rather buy from a from a good private seller yeah then buy or sorry take away like the main dealership like bmw nissan's and all this sort of stuff right but all those like off the independent dealerships yeah i would now rather buy from a good private seller than an independent dealership because independent dealerships are a pain in the backside to deal with i mean you can't say that like some independent dealerships some are are great some are great but i'm just um Especially the ones that deal with like prestige cars and luxury cars. They're like, generally they're generally okay. very good. The one that I've dealt no, with more than okay. Like they're generally very good. Well, the one that I've dealt with has been a pain in the backside. And, and maybe this is just me being a little bit biased, but I, I don't know. I love having local businesses, you know, family businesses, privately owned businesses. I don't want it just to be a monopoly yeah yeah of all car dealerships alto or call crawford or whatever else there is right so i (laughs) you you want the dodgy one on the para road i mean if it's a family-owned business and the guy's genuine then yes i do do want it you gotta love you gotta love one para road yeah of course i love it some of the some of the independent dealerships are amazing like the people who run them are amazing and they're generally just trying to make a good living and sell nice cars to people who can't afford expensive cars because let's be honest dealerships have a massive markup that not every independent dealership does did i tell you when i went to go trade my scirocco in i went to go get a um an appraisal for it yeah done it i think it was bmw one of the bmw dealerships and at the time i was looking at a M235i. Yeah. Cool car, right? I think yeah. they were asking like 37, 38 for it. And I think I paid about 30, uh, how much did I pay for my car? 32, I think. Okay. And it was already like four years or three and a half. Yeah. And I went in and I was like, all right, I paid 32 kilometers. I think I had like 90. I bought it at like 55, 60. So I was expecting to have like what, 22 maybe? Yeah. Because like my car didn't go down that far. Yeah. Like it went down a couple grand, but not massive. So I was like 22, 20. They came back. Have a guess. What? Have a guess. The Sirocco? Yep. 19. Less. 16. Less. Less than 16. 13. Less. What? Like 12 12 and a half grand. And I was like, you were having a laugh. Because they would resell that at 26. 12 and a half grand. There's yeah, yeah. half the price of the car, like. Yeah, no way. That's yeah. See, so yeah, an independent. I don't know if an independent dealership would give you more or less. I don't have experience with trading in cars. Well, I don't trade in generally now. I just I sell. And yeah, just buy another. I cars. think that's the smartest thing yeah. to do. Um, but like twelve and a half grand is a rot. I remember when like, we had our eighty six, yeah, and we took it to the Toyota dealership because we want to try to buy a Kluger or something. Yeah, trading it in at Toyota. Yeah, yeah. They came, looked at the car, went inside, and they were like. Uh, we'll send you a valuation. Never did. And then they would never pick up our phone. Really? Just didn't get, get back to us at Is all. Is this our local one here? Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, okay. Just w- didn't get back to me. So just out of curiosity, that that one there. Yeah, I'm not gonna mention the name on it, but that u- the used car part is like not great. At yeah, all, yeah, right? yeah. But the new car thing, like when I went in to go put my deposit down for the car. Yeah. Oh, sir, like come sit. Here's a coffee. Here's everything. Do you have your credit card? Uh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. it's like oh my god like yeah, stop bribing yeah. me just take my money i just but, get out of here but like i would have rather than just go no nah, we won't take it it's got too many aftermarket bits on it because it did it had aftermarket wheels aftermarket spoiler yeah yeah um well factory spoiler just from a later model yeah still kind of aftermarket for what they're starting to sell um i would have just just like a clear answer you know like sorry we can't take this yeah, too yeah. many aftermarket bits um but instead We'll send you evaluation, I mean, and ring and then just ignoring. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Why? Be, be a bit more professional. I was, we were going to buy the Kluger that was in the lot right there. Whether we could trade in or not, we were like, we'll sell it on the private market, private market and, then come back and, buy and then we'll come back and buy the Kluger. Yeah. They just never picked up. So, we, so they lost the sale. Yeah, they lost the sale. We didn't, we didn't go back for the Kluger, which I'm glad because the Jeep was really nice. And yeah. And it tows more, doesn't it? Yeah, we got what we wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah, sucks to be, sucks to be them. Sucks to be them. Like <laughs> what? Like, what is that customer service? Um, yeah, because I, I guess most people. This was way before COVID too. This is when they couldn't this sell was enough like cars. Seventeen, eighteen, roughly. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is when they could not sell the cars that they had. Yeah, you know, like nowadays. Yeah, I know there's a year wait list. So why would they entertain someone like us? Yeah, I get it. But back then they couldn't. Yeah, like they had surplus of cars yeah. and not enough people. And they had them. to play ball back then. Yeah, they did. You know, they had to. They had to come down a little bit in price. Yeah, um, which now is unheard. Do you of. know? Do you know what's so funny, right? So I generally I don't go with my parents so much when they buy their own cars. Okay, yeah. but I went. We went one one Sunday morning and we went to go look at. My dad was looking for a new car. Yeah, we didn't do any research. We just said, you know what? We're going to go out, have a look at some cars. I think my dad had a look at like a Camry, which he just didn't like. It just, uh, it's just a bit boring. Yeah. Okay. And we had a look at like a Lancer and Nissan something and all this, all this random stuff. Yeah. And we were looking around this Toyota dealership. There's a different one to the one you're saying, but the used car guy was really good. And we're sort of just talking to him and he said, what about this? What about this? And we're like, yeah, it's okay. We weren't going to buy a car. We're literally just out to look. And he just goes, you know what? He said, I might have the car. And he goes, come downstairs. This has been traded in two days ago. So he yeah. says, it's still dirty. I still have to clean it, get it polished. Takes us downstairs. And it's that the Lancer that we have now, right? Oh, yeah, okay. And at the time, like, it was it was cheap. Like, he was like, look, if you just want to take it today, we'll do it for, like, something like 17. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. And it was, like, a special edition LX. So it wasn't, like, top of the range, but it was that one with, like, leather seats and the screen and yeah and my dad knew how to work all the buttons and he was like oh my god it's amazing look at this touch screen <laughs> yeah you know to us it's like dad it's just a touch screen it's yeah like, relax yeah i've had it on my phone for 10 years yeah, yeah so we're going in there and we're talking like direct to the guy and you know how the guy usually like when you're negotiating he goes back to his sales manager yeah and then he comes back to you right yeah so we're sitting there and my dad's just typical like you know really hard-nosed greek Okay, so the guy comes out and he goes, okay, look, we want 17.6. My dad's like, no, it's just not good enough. Like, so he's <laughs> like, I've walked in here, right? And because my dad's not sending counter offers. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. say anything. He just, yeah. you know, I just don't want it. He goes, all right, look, I can probably do 17. How about that? And he goes to handshake my dad. My dad's like, 
You know what? We could have got a coffee this morning as well, though. But you know what? We're here trying to buy a car. You've got to make me a little bit happy. So the guy <laughs> goes back, right? Goes, talks to his sales manager, comes back, right? And he's like, yeah. all right, we can do like 16.2. And he goes to take my dad's hand. And my dad just goes, have you got like fish and chips here or something? <laughs> like just like con- just the most random stuff you can ever think of. And you know my dad, right? Yeah. He just talks so much crap sometimes. Yeah. So he's sitting there and the guy goes, fish and chips. Like he's so confused. like, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, it's like, I just haven't saved enough. I think I can eat and just wait, you know, a little bit longer. <laughs> and they haven't made a sale a day. It's a Sunday, okay? So they haven't made any sale yet. Yeah. So the guy's just like, come on, man. And he's like, no, you got to make me happy. Make me feel special. Right? I'm not feeling special. You haven't made any sales today. Like it's eight, it was like 8.30 or 9 o'clock, very early, okay? Yeah. Just when they opened. But I was like, you got to start the day off good. So he comes, goes out, comes back. And the guy goes, all right, 14 flat. What? Okay. Yeah. And my dad's like, Look, we're getting there. We're getting there. He's like, I'm making, like, I'm feeling a little bit, but I'm not completely there yet. <laughs> and I was like, like, what are you doing? And the guy's like, I can't do any better. Like, we've come down through. My dad goes, all right, Alex, we're going to go get breakfast. Let's go. So he stands up, about to walk out of the deal. He's like, no, 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 sit down, sit down. Goes back in. Sales manager. You can see the sales manager, like, losing it at this point. Yeah. Like, because obviously they're behind glass, right? Yeah, yeah. So all you can see is the manager, people are watching. You can just see. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like they're arguing with their hands and stuff. Yeah. The guy comes out and he's like, 13-4. And my dad's like, 13-4, six months warranty. And he goes, sir, like we can't do any better. And he's like, all right, we're going to go eat breakfast. So he's about to leave. And the sales manager goes, just get it done. <laughs> my dad goes, all right, done deal. <laughs> he's talked to like four and a half grand. All he's done is sit there for half an hour, talk about fish and chips, coffees, and leaving for breakfast. And I was like, oh but like, my God. No one could get away with that no, except for your dad. Like, no, none. You, you, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, why. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. Like I, 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 went, I went to his house today. <laughs> Alex is in his room changing. And I was sitting in the other room. And your dad comes out of the study or whatever. Yeah, what do you say? And he's like, and he's like looking around. He's like, to your to your mum, he's like, "Hey, like, you heard all that banging? Who's who's walking around making all that ruckus?" Like, <laughs> and he's like, "You heard all, you heard all that noise? Who's that? Who's making all that noise?" And then he looks at me, and he's like, "Oh, it's just Siraj." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he just, you know, he just he loves it. He loves winding people up. He's so good at it. Come from? I know. And he, that's and the thing. He, and then he looks at me and he goes, "You've got your blade, did you?" And I was like, what blade? And he's like, blade, your face. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you lost your razor or something, eh? Because of your beard. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and like, literally, that's all he did to this car sales, right? And the funny thing is, you know what I just can't get over? Is we paid 13, like six for a 13.5 or whatever it was yeah. with an extra extended stat warranty. <laughs> so we, we obviously buy the car, walk out. COVID-19 hits and all the rest of it. I was like, dad, do you want to sell like your car? And he was like, how much? And I was like, oh, 16, 17. Dad's like, what? Like, yeah. And now that even though it's gone down and put stupid amount of Ks and everything, it's still worth like eight grand. Like we lost five grand, like seven and a half years. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's nothing. And like, you've used the crap out of this car. Like, this, out of like, this car's it's like, seen some it's stuff. been used as a ute it's been used <laughs> as a van it's been used as a dog hauler <laughs> i didn't tell you you know the last house yeah man that thing carried like 120 kilos with a bricks <laughs> like seriously it was just ridiculous that's 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 another thing there um alex alex <laughs> mentioned to his dad he goes oh can can we can you please buy an rvr like the mitsubishi <laughs> rvr and his dad literally goes how many bricks can I fit in the back of it? <laughs> Literally goes, yeah, I can fit half of Buddings in the back of it. I was like, yeah, right. That works well. But you know what's so funny about it? He was like, you know when you lay pavers on the floor, like bricks? Yeah. 
imagine the boot of the Lancer, okay? But every brick is like like that. <laughs> so it's like literally laid out. It's like paved yeah, in yeah, the it's boot. It's like paved in the boot. And then he starts the second layer and it <laughs> happens here. And then we ran out of space, right? Because you didn't want to make it too high. Yeah. So we were like, where else do we put these others? And he's like, got it. Puts starts stacking them on the floor, like in the, in the passenger <laughs> wheel well, yeah. and then in the back seat, like he's just put one or two rows there, and then yeah. on the floor in the back seat. Um, <laughs> oh man, I think we had two under the spare wheel. Like it was all like, who man, needs a Ute, mate? Yeah. Who needs who a Ute when you got just got a Lancer? Lancer, Lancer, it's better a than the van. It's great. <laughs> so you don't need an RVR. You already have one. <laughs> Dude, no, I want an RVR. So, so. Can you imagine your dad though? And, uh, you know what I love? Sick. The crappy Lancers, like the CJ Lancers, yeah. right? They still have. 4B11s in them. Oh, no. Like a Myvec 4B11 <laughs> from an Evo 10, just minus a turbo. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know what the worst thing is that I hate about this car? What? Gearbox. I hate the gearbox. Yeah, CVTs are not it's that great. It's terrible. In theory, CVTs are one of the best it, it engineering- It makes so much sense. Like, best engineering marvels ever. You're like, they're smooth. You'll never feel gear change and fuel economy. Just amazing fuel oh, economy, right? But then you drive it and it's like- it, and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Yeah. It's like, you know when you just, you know when you have that day at work, when you're just like, maybe you're a bit tired or you just, for some reason, you're just not having a good day. Yeah. You know, in your mind, you, you're just very flatlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what it feels like. That's you accelerate and it, uh, Yeah, it's just trying to get through its tough day. Just, I know. Just it's like everything's a struggle. Another day towards death. <laughs> <laughs> and the, you know what the worst bit is? Is when you accelerate, right? Yeah. If you have to accelerate to merge or something, yeah, it kicks down from like fifth. Well, you know what, what is fifth? It pretends right? to kick down. Like, yeah, it, that's yeah, a lot because it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. right. But it moves from like what says fifth gear to like second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it goes. Uh, so it's like an orchestra, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it gets to second. You overtake. You slow down. It goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just constant. Like it always wants to be in fifth. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's always a boring note. Um, it's never like singing at the top of its lungs. No, you but know? Can, you know what? Actually, this just popped into my mind to add this off. Yeah. It's just hello. Okay. To finish this up, right? Have you seen the invention of Koenigsegg's new gearbox? Uh, yeah, I saw it somewhere, but I've now forgotten. Okay. So. It's a six-speed manual. Yeah. They're doing it as like, I don't know if it's like last hurrah, but they're only making like 60 or 50 of these gearboxes. Yeah. It's got six clutches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a six-speed manual, so proper six-speed, but it's got three different ratios in it. So what happens is, you know how you click sport mode in a normal car? Yeah. It would just shift up sooner or whatever. Yeah. What it actually does is it shifts ratios. That's amazing. So it's got comfort, sport, and race. And in race... Like, apparently from 0 to 100, it's slower. Because in race, obviously, you're never doing 0 to 100s, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just the top end comes in. So, it has all the top end power. Yeah. And if you move down the ratio, which is sport mode, it's more well-rounded. Yeah, okay. Comfort, apparently, like, you're maxing out at, like, 170 kilometers an hour. It's amazing. And it is, like, one of the first remake of this t- this type of gearbox That's ever. Ma- it's Koenigsegg? just... The engineering they come up oh, with is just, just out of this world. Oh, it, you know what? He is someone I would actually want to meet in my life. He's just yeah. got the nuttiest ideas. He made some crazy power out of a 1.3 liter <laughs> one cylinder, right? That's the, the Garmin, no, not yeah. one cylinder, three cylinder, three cylinder, yeah, three cylinder. And it was some like 1200 insane. Horse. Yeah, like yeah. that's mental. Like, how is that even it's possible? Um, you know what the best thing is about that car? Well, it's got four seats. I really, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. And the doors are so cool. Oh, Like they're usable doors I at know. the end of the day. Like they look cool and they're practical. It's not an RX-8. No. I, I would, honestly, 
if I wish it was a bit cheaper, obviously. Yeah. That would be one of my dream cars now. I love that thing. Really? Oh, I love it. I think it's amazing. Oh, I don't know what my dream car would be. If Cause you, you know, if you're like well, because you know what I mean? Like, you know when you're a kid, right? Your dream was like a Lambo and then you bu- and then maybe it was an RX-7 as you got a little bit older and you yeah. obviously got that. But like now, like you're, you've already got it. Like what's yeah. your new? Mine? Yeah, because for me, it's now like a Koenigsegg of some sort. See, mine's not. Mine's... um. Or Mitsubishi RVR at the moment, but we'll see. <laughs> like, I still have the Lambos on the back of my mind because yeah. I, I still love them. Yeah. Um, especially the fact that I've been around them, I don't find it as a unattainable goal. Yeah. Like, it is attainable somewhat. Yeah. Um, not that I earn lots of money, but I know that I've seen so many and I've been in so many that I feel like, yeah, one day maybe I could do but it. The thing is, I, I think I, I sort of know where you're coming from because 100, 120 grand car like is not unattainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I mean? like you have to give up a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, for of course. It. Yeah, but like when you're talking like seven hundred to like a million and a half, that's that's like, that's more or like it's attainable. That's like, unattainable. It's yeah, like yeah. living in a crap hole. Yeah. Like. So like. I have I have too many like dream cars, but one of them has got to be the GT4 RS, the Cayman. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my. It's interesting. Is dream it, car. GT2 RS is one of mine. GT2. Sure. That I think that's too racy for yeah. me. Ex- yeah. Yeah, I understand, 100%. but like, yeah, for me, I think it's a bit too racy. They're like I have my them. I have my race cars for thrills and funs. Like I would rather have the GT4 RS. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, oh, see, would it be in PDK as well? Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you yeah. can get them in manual. Oh, I don't know. I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, that that got that Koenigsegg thing with three. I think it's a Gamera. Got Gamera. Gamera. That's it. Yeah. That and like a GT2 RS. Is there anything? Or maybe an Aventador. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's always in the back of my mind. Like either a Diablo or an Aventador. But you know, obviously, why? an Aventador I can't afford as much. But Diablos are. Right yeah, up yeah, there yeah. Now. <laughs> I think the only thing is though, it's only because like, if you're buying that type of car, you're never going to race it. You're never going to attract. Nah. Like you're doing it because you just enjoy the car. Nah. And you would you do that with a GT2 RS? Would you race a GT2? I probably would. Yeah. If I bought a standard GT4, I'd race it. Yeah, I'd. But I'd, a GT4 RS, I probably wouldn't. Because, I just think like when you're buying that color, like even if I bought like a hundred grand Lambo, yeah. Because you know how you can buy a Gallardo for like hundred, hundred. Not anymore. Well, but not yeah. anymore. But what are they now? One thirty, one fifty. No, BS. They're like 130. <laughs> uh, like a decent one is like 180. No, nah, like a half, like a, like a, what's the cheapest? I'll probably be like 140 or something. Okay. So like 140, right? If you spend 140 on a Gallardo and like, to be fair, I'm, I'm of the opinion that if I'm going to spend that much, yeah, it's just a car I want to drive on weekends and enjoy. Yeah. And I probably want it in a convertible because you're never, ever going to go that fast in it. You just want to just go drive it and enjoy mm, it. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't want it in convertible, but yeah. But there's only two cars in, the thing is, right? You're never going to race them. You no, just, you're not. All, all you need to do is go to the like a, no, ca- you're not. a cafe yeah. or your mate's house, and that's yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Why, why would I want to race uh, a Ventador anyway? Yeah, like, that, they they don't drive that great. That's why, to me, like if someone goes, "Oh, I've got this RS," blah blah blah. Yeah, well, I'm not really that interested. If I oh, okay, um, I, as much as I wouldn't take them to the track to race them and all that. Yeah, I would take them to the track to have fun with. Oh yeah, I yeah, know yeah, the yeah. limits of my own car. Yeah, yeah. Like I would, I would still take a GT4 RS to the track. To learn I would. The limits. Yeah. Same as the Aventador. If I hadn't, 
If I had a Huracan Performante, like I'd probably try to race it a little bit more. Like I'd try to go for lap times. I'm not going to get egged on by mates. If they're like, if you're going faster than me, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to beat that and like push, <laughs> yeah, yeah. push on my expensive ass car. You know, like I wouldn't do that, but I want to have fun. Yeah, I'll take it to the track and have fun. Um, but more than that, I definitely want to do like um, driver experiences. Like yeah, more that like, would be so good. More like, yeah, drive those days and drive around the bays and like scenic routes. Yeah, but like that that would be wanna, it. You want to use it almost as like a GT car. Yeah, and I'd yeah. and I'd use it a lot. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like I would use it a lot. Like obviously five days a week I'd drive my whatever car to work and back. Yeah. But as soon as Which it's if you've Friday got one night, of them, you'll probably be driving a five hundred dollar Nissan Pulsar, but Yeah, probably gonna be yeah. <laughs> um yeah. That that's how I achieved my last dream. <laughs> that's probably going to be the next dream as well. Yeah. Um, but like I've I've been living with that a little bit now, where I drive the Evo five days a week to work and whatever. Yeah. And then um, last week, for example, I came back on a Friday night and I jumped in straight away into the MX Five or the Jag or something, and I took it out because I was like. I want, yeah, yeah. I want something different, you know. And then that's all I drove. I didn't touch the Evo all weekend. They don't know about the Jag yet. Oh, okay. Well, um, that was stay tuned yeah, for yeah, next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then maybe next time I can do some editing magic and put it on the screen as well. Editing magic. I don't know how to do that. I'm a bit too old for <laughs> learning all this. Don't worry, you bought a Jag, all yeah, right? Welcome, welcome. Oh yes, a Jag. a Jag. I am an old man now. Yeah, it's that's how it is. Next episode, you'll next you'll episode. Hear about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um, if you are buying a car, just check it thoroughly. Um, listen to our advice as with a bit of grain of salt. You know, like um, yeah. Look, don't listen to us, but listen to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely don't. Definitely don't listen. He knows listen. what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You get the gist of it. Yeah. Take out all the bad bits. Listen to the good bits. Yeah. That's it. Listen. Listen. To, don't <laughs> listen to us. Listen. Listen to us. For listen sure. to the good bits. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um. Well, have fun. Yeah. Congratulations on your new car if you're buying one now or if you've already bought one. And um. We'll yeah. Ca- yeah, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you oh, for listening. Don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. You got to like. And, like, subscribe, and, and, hit and the notification yep. bell, all the usual. Um, and message us at, um, what is it again? I mean, if you prefer to listen on Spotify, that is fine. That's fine. That's totally Spotify fine. Works. Spotify works. Why would you want to look at his face anyway? Um, <laughs> I meant your face. <laughs> oh, you need a blade, oh, remember? Yeah, you need a blade yeah. for that. Oh, I forgot the blade. The, I forgot yeah, my yeah. blade. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and message us on Instagram at the Automotive Society underscore. Um, any ideas you want us to discuss? Email us um, at the Automotive Society at yeah, outlook.com. Yep. Um, you've, you've spoken over me every time. What? Everything, what are you talking about? Every single I don't thing. know what you're talking about. Stop, Just stop, close stop. it off. That's all you've got to do. See you later.